How's everybody doing today? Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? How's everybody doing? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, everybody. Hey, last day of the month. All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing, guys? It is Friday. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good morning, uh, Capital Chevrolet, WKXAM, here in Austin, Texas, live. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Looking good, looking good. Hope everybody's having a good morning so far. Hope, hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Today is Friday. Who's ready to make it happen today? Raise your hand. All right, all right, guys. How you doing this morning? It's a beautiful, beautiful Friday. Good morning. All right, all right. Good morning, guys. All right, all right. How is everybody doing this morning? Man, so many beautiful faces this morning. I see some amazing, amazing people. Who's ready to sell some cars this morning, guys? Who's ready to sell some cars? Man, we had an amazing, amazing weekend. Golly, man. I tell you what, guys, we're off to an amazing, amazing start. Okay. It's again, we're tracking 472 cars. Can you believe that, Kobe? 472 cars, guys. Last year, we sold 200. Now we're tracking almost triple that 472. And then Bravo, guys, 333 is what we're tracking. Did 105 last year, tracking 333. So, guys, today I want to talk to you about excitement. You got to be excited. When you come in in the morning, on, on, on Monday morning, this can't just be a Saturday thing. You know, sometimes we tend to come in on Saturday, and when we're driving to work, we get in this mindset, we're going to sell a lot of cars today. We're going to make a lot of appointments. We're going to confirm a lot of customers, a lot of appointments. We're going to get them in. And look at my man, Jimmy, looking all professional, guys. Our, hey, who feels blessed to be a part of this team, guys? Who feels blessed? Who feels humble? Who feels just excited to be alive today? Man, we got to start the day with just words of affirmation, words of positivity saying, you know what? I can do this. How many people we got on, Kobe? 50. Oh, my goodness. Where's everybody at? Did we lose everybody? Come on, Kobe. Get them on here, Papa. Get them on here. So listen, if you're here, that's all that matters. So as long as you're here. So I want to I remind you today, what does it take to win? What does it take to win? What do you have to do every single day if you want to win? What do you guys think that is? What do you think you're supposed to do every single day if you want to get the results that you really want? Who here would love to sell? We, we, we had a goal this morning in Seguin, and we said every salesperson is going to sell five cars. What does that look like? What do I need to do to sell five cars? Well, I have to talk to at least, at least 15 people this week. So how am I going to get 15 people in front of me? How do you do that? How do you get 15 people in front of you? Where do you find 15 people? We always talk about follow-up, okay? How many people did you work on Saturday, on Friday, and on Thursday that you were not able to sell a car to? A bunch. So are those people going to get a call and a video from you today? We have to be consistent and disciplined enough to say, hey, man, I got to do this consistently. I can't get away from that, right, Renee? We got to kill that ego. Kill that ego, Nene. Go ahead. Kill that ego, baby. Boom. We got to kill that ego and know, hey, you know what? I can do better. As good as we're doing at Seguin, guys, we're we're tracking a tremendous, trem I mean, think about it, guys, 500 cars out of Seguin, that's insane. But as good as we're doing over here, we talked about what? Rene, what did we talk about this morning, as good as month that we're having? What did I say this morning? There's always more. We would rather do it right all the time, every single time, than sell more cars, because that's going to make us naturally sell more cars. Beautiful. And what, what are we missing right now, Nene? What do we need to get better at? Uh, follow-up calls for sure, service drive, service appointments, one-on-ones, helping develop our salespeople, uh, me, helping develop the managers, them developing the salespeople, closing, follow-up, manager calls, 
his calls, my calls, everybody's calls, and most importantly, the customer experience, customer service calls. Boom. I love it. I love it. And think about this, guys. Most dealerships, most dealerships can say, you know what? We did great on Saturday. We won. But that's not how it works. If you really want to get to the next level, that's not how it works. You have to have the right mindset. You have to transform the way you think. You can't be conformed and be like, well, you know what? We did great. We can take a break. We did great. We can relax for a minute. We got to come in every single day with that intensity, paying attention to detail, looking at our numbers. One thing that I love doing as a salesperson, as a manager, is looking at my numbers. I want to look at my numbers. The reason why is not because I want to brag about how good my numbers are. It's the complete opposite. It's because my numbers will really tell me, what do I need to improve on? Do I need to get better at pushing to a worksheet? Do I need to get better at coaching an offer? Do I need to get better at confirming appointments to make sure they show up? Do I need to get better at whatever the case may be? It's a constant, it's a constant improving. And when you, when you get to a point where, yes, you're grateful, okay? You're, you're, you're thankful, but you're never content. You always know that there is more. Guys, that's what sales is all about. That's what sales is all about. I don't want somebody to tell me what I need to hear. Excuse me, what I want to hear. <laughs> I want somebody to tell me what I need to hear. Who wants to know what they need to hear? Who wants to hear what they need to hear today? Okay. And sometimes the truth doesn't really feel that good. Sometimes somebody telling you, hey, you know what? You could do a better job on your walkarounds. You could do a better job on your presentation. Hey, you're not following up 100% with your customers. So don't, I don't want to nag you out this morning and just beat you up this morning and tell you, hey, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. The only thing I'm doing is making you realize that you need to be honest with yourself, whether you're in the BDC, whether you're in sales and finance, whether you're at desk guy, at GSM, you have to truly look at your numbers and say, okay, what am I really doing? What's my closing percentage? What is, what is this? I need to really look at my numbers all the time. I mean, how important is it to look at our numbers? So some of you guys are selling cars. You're doing a great job, but you should keep a log. And you can do this, you can do this through the CRM. And you should be looking at your numbers all the time, every day. Hey, how many customers do I have for the month? Who here can tell me right now, Alex, I've had this many customers for the month. Not very many of us. But it's so important. Hey, Alex, I've had this many customers for the month. And I've pushed this many to a worksheet. Why is that so important? Because I need to know, am I putting everybody on a worksheet? It's important to know my percentages. Because if my percentage is 72%, then I know I need to get that higher. Because that means three out of 10 customers are not getting a worksheet. And I know I can close 50% of the customers I put in a worksheet. So that's one and a half cars that I could have gotten. You, you follow what I'm saying? And then I need to know, how many of those customers did I get did I, did I coach an offer on? Because remember, it's not just pushing to a worksheet, which all of us are so good at. We're so good at telling the customer, Mr. Customer, Joseph Lanos, how are you doing this morning, buddy? Joseph, tell them, tell them why you've been working with me for a long time and you were with me for five plus years. And I know you mastered my process. I saw you teaching it the other day to your guys, which is amazing. I'm so proud of you, buddy, that you're sticking to the process. Why, why do you feel it's so important in my process to push to a worksheet. Tell everybody, please. So we, we push to a worksheet so that we can give the customer the information and they can make a buying decision, which will lead to coaching an offer. Nobody can buy a vehicle without looking at numbers. They're not just going to say, give me that high country suburban. I'll take it, put me in finance. They have to 
follow the process, stick to it, get the numbers, uh, unlike other dealerships that say, well, when you're ready to buy, we'll show you numbers. And let me ask you this, Joseph, because you've been you've been under this process for so long. How many times have you seen a customer that perhaps wanted to leave, a, a customer that was not ready, wanted to still look around, wanted to go look at the Nissan, wanted to go talk to their wife? We went out there, we pushed to the worksheet and ended up buying a car. How many times have you seen that? Thousands of times. I was telling the class on uh, Monday that somebody went from saying, I'm not buying today, I'm not buying today. And the salesman got the other than not buying today commitment. Will you take delivery now? They signed it and then they ended up buying a vehicle that night. Guys, so pushing to a worksheet is so crucial. You cannot let your customer leave. And sometimes I know when you're new to the car business, it can be intimidating. It's a little scary sometimes, right? You're, at, you're outside, you're doing a good job, and the customer says, hey, you know what, Alex, I want to go think about it, I need to leave. And as a new salesperson, you don't have enough experience or practice, and it's a little overwhelming. You think, oh my gosh, what do I do now? How do, how do I get, how do I, how, do I, how do I talk to my managers and let them know this customer's wanting to leave? Well, the best way to do it, and I think I talked to one of my ladies over there in Las Cruces the other day, is to say, Mr. Customer, I understand you're ready to leave, and I can appreciate that, but can you please hang on a minute or give me one second? I've got an idea. I'll be right back. And then you go and grab your manager and you grab Archie, you grab Luis Hernandez, you, you grab Joseph Lanos, you grab one of those guys and you say, hey, my manager's about to leave. I need help. I need help. Okay. For whatever reason, because you see, let me tell you something. When a customer wants to leave, there's two reasons why the customer wants to leave. That's it. Because you either run out of time or you run out of talent. You either run out of time or you run out of talent. That's it. Meaning the customer really needs to leave because we took too long to find a car. We took too long to give them numbers. We took too long to find the right vehicle for them. So we've lost their interest. We've lost their attention. So we need to make sure that we, run, we don't run out of time and that we don't run out of talent. That's very, very important. How do we do that? We stick to the process. The process, guys. The beautiful thing about the process, okay? Who's got a process card? Let me see that process card. Jaime's got it behind him on his, on his, on his background. But the process is, is designed to make things easier, right, Jimmy? Look at Jimmy. He's got one holding up, guys. So that process is going to make things smooth for you. It's going to make things easy for you. Why? Because you're going to identify the customer's needs. We got to spend time doing that, guys. We can't just go straight to a worksheet. We can't go straight to, hey, are you ready to buy today? We can't be those kind of salespeople. We got to say, Mr. Customer, what type of basic features are you looking for? Okay. What, do you, what kind of vehicle do you drive now? We got to pursue the trade even when they're not buying. Even when they're not buying, we still have to, excuse me, when they're not trading in, excuse me is what I meant. When they're not trading in, we still have to pursue the trade. So I'm going to ask one of you that's been doing this for a while. Let me see. Let me find somebody. I'll go with Brian Leja. So Brian Leja, good morning. Seguin Chevrolet, internet manager. Brian, why do we pursue the trade even when the customer's not trading in? What do you think that is? So we can see what they're currently in and land them on the right vehicle. Okay, so, so we can see what they're currently in, but I need you to be more specific about that. So when I know what they're in, what does that do for me? Because there's a lot of people that haven't been doing this as long as you have. So I need All you right. to explain on what you mean by that. Be a little more specific. So, I, so if I tell you, well, I'm not trading in, and you say, well, I understand, Alex, but what do you drive now? And I say, well, I drive a Honda Civic. Why is that important to you? 
because I want to know what he's used to. Does he have power windows, manual windows? Is it standard? Is it automatic? Does he have leather? Does he have a sunroof? Does it have Bluetooth, nav? Because I don't need to show him an LTZ or high country if he needs to be on the LS. Correct. So what we need to do, guys, when we ask what you're currently driving now, we asked a very, very important question. Actually, two important questions. It's what do you like about it and what don't you like about it? Let's go ahead and write that one down, guys, because that's huge. That is huge, especially for new people that are just starting this, this business. When you're out there with and you ask a customer, Mr. Customer, what are you trading in? And they say, I'm not trading anything in, Alex. I'm going to give it to my son. I've been driving. I understand, sir. But what have you been driving? And they say, Alex, I've been driving a, a 2016 Honda Accord. My son just graduated high school. He's been a good kid. I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to say, okay, well, I understand. And I appreciate that. And by the way, that's amazing that you're doing that. But let me ask you this. What do you like about your vehicle now? And what don't you like about your vehicle? So what do you like and what don't you like? Why is that so important to know? Why is that so important to know? The reason why it's so important, guys, is because if you really think about it, by asking these questions, the customer will tell you exactly how to sell them. If you ask these questions properly and you listen well, the customer will tell you exactly how and what to sell them. Who believes that? Raise your hand. If we ask these questions properly, guys, and we become really, really good at it, and we say, listen, Mr. Customer, I understand you're not trading in, and I appreciate you very much, and I understand, but let me ask you this. What are you currently driving? Oh, I'm driving such and such vehicle. Perfect. That's great, Jimmy. Let me ask you this. What is it about your car right now, your current vehicle, that you love? Oh, man, I love the economy. I love the fact that, you know, it gives great gas mileage. I love that it's super reliable. What is this customer telling you? He's telling you they're hot buttons. He's telling you they're hot buttons. He's telling you, this is Alex. This is what's important to me. And then when you ask him, well, let me ask you this. If you could change anything, and maybe you don't have to ask him, what don't you like about it? But you can ask him, if you can change anything about your current vehicle right now, why would you change? Oh, well, I would definitely want something bigger, Alex. I would definitely want something with more power. I would definitely want something with more technology. So if you hear all these things and you're making notes, now all of a sudden the customer's telling you exactly how to sell them a car. Because you see, that's why, guys, the needs assessment is one of the most important parts of the process. We tend to think that it's the demo. Oh, man, get them on a demo. The feel of the wheel makes the deal. Well, let me ask you this with that being said. If the feel of the wheel makes the deal, what if you didn't take time to do a needs assessment and you get them to test drive the wrong car? Is the feel of the wheel going to make that deal? It's not, is it? So what's more important? Needs assessment. What's more important? Needs assessment to figure out how do I put this customer in the right car? The reason why is because you're a car doctor, remember? Remember you're a car doctor. Remember I told the Las Cruces and El Paso team the other day, hey, you can go home to your parents tonight and you say, hey, mama, daddy, you should be proud of me because my boss told me today I'm a doctor. You always wanted me to be a doctor. Guess what? I'm a doctor. I'm just a car doctor though. And I, and I can prescribe People, I can prescribe people with the right car because they come to me with symptomatic stuff. My car is too small. I'm not getting enough gas mileage. 
My kids can't fit in it. It's getting too old. It's out of warranty. All these symptoms. And I write down all these symptoms. And I come up with a prescription. You know what? Here you go, bro. Here's your prescription, buddy. Chevy Cruze. Here's your prescription. Chevy Malibu. Here's your prescription. Chevy Equinox. Here's your prescription. CT5 Cadillac. Let's go. Here's your prescription. Chevy Tahoe LS. Let's go. At leather. Because you don't need an L and a Premier. You need an LS and let's go an at leather or LT. You follow what I'm saying? And remember this. It's always easier to sell up than it is to sell down. A lot of the times, and Joseph has heard me say this thousands of times, not thousands, thousands of times. He's heard me say that when we put a customer in too much car, it's really hard to go out there and say, hey, by the way, Mr. Customer, the payments are too high. Let me go show you something that you really can afford. It's, it's hard to do that. It's very difficult. Let me ask you this. Isn't it frustrating when you spend three hours with a customer and you don't sell a car? Raise your hand if that's frustrating for you. Or how about this? When you go home on Saturday night and your feet are throbbing, you all know the feeling. The bottom of your feet hurt so damn bad and you sold zero cars. That's not a good feeling. That's not a good feeling, is it? And then you got to come home, come home and look at your beautiful babies, at your spouse, and they go, so how did it go, daddy? Did you sell anything? And then you got to go, no, man, I didn't. Not today. So why is that? Why did we fail to win? Why do you think that is? Because we weren't prepared. Because we didn't have a plan. Because we didn't come in with appointments. We didn't confirm our appointments. And most importantly, most likely, we did not follow the process. Who believes that's true? We got to be honest with each other. We got to be, because if we keep lying to each other, because what we can do is we can say, hey, Alex, I did everything I possibly could. Like I said before, I've never in my entire life, and I'm almost 50 years old, guys, and I've done some good things and I've done some bad things. I've won and I've lost. In fact, I've probably lost, believe it or not, more times than I won. And the times that I did everything, the times that I did everything I was supposed to do, guess what happened? I won. So when we say we did everything we possibly could, we gave it all. Boss, we gave it all. We left it all on the field. We pushed like we've never pushed before. Well, maybe you did push, but you didn't follow the process. Maybe you did try, but you didn't do a service walk. You didn't do a soul line. You didn't solidify your pick. You didn't do a walk around. You didn't do a proper desk interview. You didn't do an EMI. You didn't ask the customer when you went to service, Mr. Customer, can you see yourself doing service here with us? Is this a convenient location for you? Why? Because I'm ABC, always be closing. Trial closes all the time. Does that make sense to you? So if you want to know what it takes to win, it takes consistency. It takes consistency. It takes doing the right things all the time. Not deviating. Not just sometimes. Not just, hey, well, I try to do it today. Okay? I gave it my best. You have to be obsessed with the process. Obsessed with customer service. Obsessed with consistency. Obsessed with, hey, I have to do it every single time.
And when you do that, you win. Guys, you should be asking your managers, hey, how come you haven't done my one-on-ones with me today? You know how valuable that is for you? Don't hide from this, guys. It's actually a great thing. You get to sit down with a manager. He's going to help you sit there and make calls with you. He's going to make sure that you didn't miss a deal, a trade-in. He's going to make sure that maybe we didn't submit the deal right and we could pick up that deal and make a deal out of it. Why wouldn't you want to do a one-on-one? Do you see the importance of this? This platform, as Jimmy calls it, it really is designed to win all the time if it's performed properly all the time, consistently. Who believes that? Raise your hand. So now that we know the truth, the truth of the process, the truth of humility, the truth of consistency, the truth of just worrying about us, guys. Come on. You guys spending too much time, some of you guys, worrying about everybody else and whatever else is doing. Man, focus on yourself. Stop spending so much time worrying about everybody else. Stop spending so much time worrying about what everybody else thinks about you. Don't worry about that. Don't give it any thought. Don't let it bother you. Don't don't lose any sleep over it. It is not worth it. Who believes I raise your hand? But we do that. Why? Because we seek the approval of others. We seek, we want everybody to like us. We want everybody to approve us. We want everybody to think the world of us, don't we? So don't worry about that. Focus on your goals. Focus on what you need to do and get your job done. Get your job done. Don't let anything, don't let anything stop you from getting your job done. Every single day, focus, focus, focus. That's all we got to do, guys. That's all we got to do. Hey, kudos to capital, guys. Capital people don't, need to, don't have to be here. You chose to be here. When we send you an invite, just remember that. You're not, you're not, you're not. Now, Seguin and Bravo, you have to be here. Capital, you're invited because I love y'all. Because I love y'all and I was with y'all for so long. I want to keep, if you want to, training you. But you don't have to be here. But if you're here, thank you. Congratulations to you. Because that means you want to keep getting better. You want to keep being consistent. You want to keep leveling up. Who's ready to level up today? Let's go, baby. Hey, guys. Second week of the month, we're off to a really, really amazing start. If you've got five cars out already, which a lot of you guys do, that means you're tracking over 20 cars this month. Imagine if you made it your goal to sell one car a day. You people, do you realize what that would pay you? I'm not going to say it because I know people can hear me. But that's a very good living. That's extremely good living. So make that your goal. One car a day keeps the doctor away, just like an apple, okay? So you eat an apple, you sell a car a day, man, you're good. You're healthy, your, your digestive system's good, okay? And you can pay your bills. That's a win-win situation right there. So wake up in the morning with the right attitude. Man, I love the videos that I've been seeing from Capital, from Seguin, from Bravo. You guys are killing it with those videos. Amazing job. Continue to do that. Continue to brand yourself. Don't stop doing that. But also don't spend all day doing videos either. Videos are good. Knock them out. Do your videos and get on the phone calls. Get on those confirmations. Execution, guys. Execution. Because remember, information without execution is just information. Information with execution is transformation. And we got to be transformed. So let's get motivated, guys. Let's get inspired. 
What is your why? What is your why? They asked me yesterday, what's your why, Alex? What's your why? How do you, how do you get up every day and go after it? What is your why? What drives you? You need to figure out what your why is. What drives me? What gets me excited in the morning when I show up to work? And remind yourself of that all the time. When you're sitting there and you're ready to give up, when, the, when your manager keeps telling you to switch cars, switch cars, switch cars, and you're getting tired, that's when you got to remind yourself, what's my why? Have a plan. If I want to sell this many cars today, I need to talk to this many people. And I need to get this many people to a worksheet. And I need to coach this many offers. If you do that, you're going to win. Attitude is altitude. This is how winners win, guys, because they're never content. We never stand around going, hey, we made it. We did it. Let's celebrate. It's always about, okay, we did good. We did great. But now how can we improve? What, what do we miss? Because let's just be honest, guys. Regardless of how good you're doing, you can always go back and say, you know what? I know for a fact I didn't do everything I was supposed to do. Raise your hand if you ever felt like that. Like, you know, you did, you did great, but you know you didn't do everything. And you know what? You're not going to go tell everybody, hey, you know, put a sign on your car on the way home. Hey, I didn't do everything I was supposed to do today. But you know, when you get home, you know, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I failed today. Okay. And you don't have to be depressed about it, but just know because that way the next day is the first thing you focus on. If you miss something one day, then the next day is the first thing you attack. And that's how you're going to keep getting ahead and ahead because now you know, you don't, otherwise you're going to keep missing that same thing every day. You follow me? So it's really important to do that. But anyway, Great, great job. Thank you very much, Mike. I love that. Um, we need to make sure, guys, that we take care of our customers and that we make it a transparent, easy experience for our customers. Let's not fight customers. Let's make it easy, guys, over the phone, online, when they come in. Let's follow the process. But at the same time, let's just make it an easy experience for them. And if we do that, I think we're going to continue to win and we're going to continue to do well. And, and, and I appreciate you guys. But anyway, guys, let's go. Let's make it happen. Let's go rock and roll. Who's ready to make it happen, guys? God bless you all. Have a great day. Let's go.